What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good noon. Good noon and happy Tuesday. All right. So here we are, you guys, we are trying something completely new. And as you could see, we have no idea what we're doing. And today is supposed to be Q&A day. However, I think that this is a wonderful lesson because how many times have you been scared to do something because you don't know what the outcome is going to be? I don't know how many people can be here live. I have no idea where this is streaming. <laughs> I, I don't know any of can it. Can we see any comments? Right here. There's apparently a chat. Oh, wow. I mean, I think, can you guys see us? Can you drop a yes if you can see us? Yeah, they can see us. And the, the comments are coming in real time. This is amazing. OMG right now, Jen Murphy. I know. You know what, though? I'm not really sure how many people can view this live. It's telling us something about people in a studio and you can only have 10. So I'm not really. And we can see. 10 drop to nine. So I'm not really sure if many people are going to get to watch this one live, but this is how you figure things out. Okay. So let me see. Let me see in the chat. Oh, there's 11 people here live. So at least we know that that's a thing. Um, I want to see in the, in the chat, like for one, we're all going to figure this out and this is going to be amazing because sometimes you got to pull the rubber band back to shoot the rock out of it. Okay. So or maybe an analogy you may understand better is pull the arrow back so you can shoot the arrow forward. I also see some new names. Read it. There we go. Now you're in the camera. That's amazing from the UK. So today is Q&A day and we're going to get to your questions and it's going to be amazing. But first I want to explain the fear that I had testing out this new thing. Some of you are going to watch this the very first time we're doing this one. And then you're going to watch like six months from now and be like, ha ha, remember when, but greatness can never happen unless you step into the courage to Oof. fail. Oh, write it down, write it down. Somebody write it down. I don't know what I just said. Greatness can never happen unless you're willing to step in to the, courage, the courage to fail, to fail. It's true. We press the button. I just pressing buttons. You guys know how I like to press buttons, pressing buttons. And I'm like, oh, this is going to work, but clearly not. Lisa, now I know what it does. You don't learn unless you fail. My idea was that our faces were going to show up and those cool things were going to be on the screen at the same time. And I failed. Didn't work the way I wanted it Ooh, to. Ooh, we can see like uh, reactions. Ooh. So anyways, I want to encourage you, anybody watching this, if you want greatness, if you want a great result, if you want a great outcome, you have to be willing to step into the courage to fail. Who's watching this on YouTube? Okay, write in the comments, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you're watching this from. I want to see where you guys are watching this from because I'm just really curious. 
What do you mean by the studio thing didn't the work? The studio thing didn't work. Okay, we got a Facebook, 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 YouTube. I see some new oh, names. I can see where you guys are commenting from. Ashley's on YouTube. Sarah Morris is on YouTube. Didn't Lots of people from Facebook. Facebook. I think uh, I think Stacy dropped the link. Silva's on YouTube Studio. Okay, you guys, we're gonna get it right. I'm not really sure. Um, if that link brings you like the invite to join us in the studio, which is kind of cool because that means we can bring you on the camera if we want to, because we can see some of y'all's faces down here. Uh huh. We can see some of y'all's faces. <laughs> Gina just turned it off. She's like, you know what? <laughs> Pamela you Robinson. Robinson. I can see you. Yep, we can see you. <laughs> It's amazing. You guys, we're all learning. It's amazing. And this is the beauty of transparency. So anyways, uh, shall we get to some questions or do we have any more fun facts to share? No, this is great. Okay. Awesome. Okie dokie. So where are we at here? First question today is from Brandy Coke from Fetus, Missouri. Oh. <laughs> Every time I read that. <laughs> I know. Every time I read that, I read fetus. Just it's like Virginia. Virginia. All right. Anyways, from Festus. Missouri. Missouri. Okay. Okay. Burn Zone 2 uses dumbbells. I'm six days in and the Russian swings have caused irritation in my lower back. I realize I'm probably doing something incorrectly. It's my sciatica on the left side that is mostly causing discomfort. Help. Is it a form issue or do I need to decrease weight? Great question. Yeah. So for one, you guys, this is one of the reasons why we don't start you with weights from burn zone one, because the likelihood of you getting closer to a state of injury would be a lot higher. Um, but Brandy, what it sounds like is that your form could definitely use help. And if your um, sciatica is causing discomfort, then you already have tight sciatica to begin with. It's just, you know, um, Russian swings are what we consider a ballistic hinge movement. What I would actually recommend to you is you will want to do some regeneration exercises for your sciatica, stretch out your hip flexors um, for your warm up, and practice good deadlift form before even going to any ballistic hinge. So, like Russian kettlebell swings, American kettlebell swings, these are all ballistic variations of the deadlift. Do your deadlift really, really well. What's probably happening is that you're keeping your weight around the middle of your foot instead of shifting your weight all the way back. And you're not in a fully um, hinged position. Oh, we're so going to movement so Tuesday. what's happening is that you're probably doing like a little bit of stripper pull, right? And you're not really engaged. And then it's so like... There's so when you say stripper pull, there's this like arch right here that's like concave rather than nice and flat core is engaged. You don't want to be like you, right? Like you don't want to be rounded in your back. 
but you also don't want like the extreme opposite where you got like that butt. Going. Yeah. So what you want, what you want is you want to keep the weight on the heels, and that's why it's really good to do the just the deadlift before we add any ballistic hinge, because then you're just practicing lowering it down and bringing it back up while keeping your entire backside engaged. In the training world, it's considered the posterior chain, but that's fancy language for just the backside, like your entire shoulders, back, butt, and hamstrings. So you wanna keep everything engaged, okay? Everything nice and tight, okay? While lowering the weight all the way down without feeling any pain. If at any point in time, you feel as if there's already some pain happening, then you need to stop there, okay? So what's happening in the Russian swing is that you're only adding more impact and more force to the deadlift. Now, if your deadlift form is compromised, okay, then when you carry it over to the Russian swing, then you're only going to magnify the effect of what's already happening. So Brandy, what I would recommend for you is, um, you know, make sure to stay engaged and hone in on doing really good deadlifts before you go to Russian uh, dumbbell swings. And then I would strongly suggest every single day for five minutes, um, you know, grab a lacrosse ball and just do like, sciatica release and some hip flexor stretches i can advise as well because i actually had uh issue with my sciatic nerve because of a, a disc that i had with a bunch of damaged material and i had surgery um so you know experiment like if you're gonna do the sciatic release is like grab a lacrosse ball I sit on that part of my butt. You're like your sciatic nerve. So you have this muscle in your butt and it's called the piriformis. And sometimes like the sciatic nerve can go right through that muscle and, or it's um, by that muscle and another muscle. And if they get really tight, it just kind of pinches it, it kinks it like a hose. So sometimes adding pressure is good because you can get the, the, the intention is to get the muscles to release via the pressure and then release like pressure and then release pressure gets the muscle to like loosen up. But if it causes more pain, then you just want to do a more of like a static stretch, like a pigeon pose kind of stretch. Um, because then you're trying to like elongate so that it's not so bunched up in there and it can kind of give that nerve a little bit more space. I would say, um, for now, maybe just don't try to do the swings. A lot of people have a hard time doing swings because we're not aware of what our quality of movement is, you know, do planks and record yourself. And if your if your back is like, if your belly is swaying toward the floor in a plank or your butt is going up super high or, some, your back is arching. Um, keep an eye out for those things because the idea and in any movement that's really like Sarit said, ballistic, but it's really like aggressive and powerful is like to engage your core. You'll imagine like tucking your rib cage into your like hip bone, right? So you don't necessarily want to curl your back 
but you're bringing that like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm trying to give like an external cue. It's um, like, imagine if there's an imaginary string between your sports bra and your underwear. Like you're trying to bring it close together. Cinch it down. <laughs> Just like that. So hopefully that's helpful. But, you know, a lot of people have low back issues of all variations, um, mostly because you need to strengthen your core and you need to strengthen your glutes mm -hmm. in ways that are more safe. So things like glute bridges, planks, side planks, single-legged glute bridges, glute bridge marches, um, because we sit a lot. So our butt muscles get lengthened and then they're weaker. Yeah. Also, just an FYI, like if anybody listening to this can relate, you guys do know that we currently offer virtual personal training sessions. And if you're like, you know what, like I'd love somebody to just like, you know, see my movement, give me cues, give me progressions based on what is that I need, then we highly encourage you to send an email to admin at aaronandsarit.com. And, you know, let's get you set up for, you know, like a couple of sessions so that you can really like not just do workouts, but do workouts in a way that will serve your body better. It's one thing to just do a workout and it's another thing to have your body get better each and every day. And you don't know what you don't know. Um, Brandy, that's a great question. Um, you know, start with that if you want more help. Definitely happy to help you with that. You can just reach out to us. Next one. I'm looking at your guys' comments. I'm trying to figure this out so it goes smoothly for everybody. Okay, next one. Mm. Okay, this is from Heather Yarborough. Middletown, Delaware. Have you ever done or considered doing a challenge program for teens? I think so much of what you teach and your life experiences would be so beneficial. I have a teen daughter and I have been trying to incorporate what I learned, what I was learning through the TKC into my conversations with her. And I thought it would be cool to have a program like this for teens or would something like TKC be okay for them to participate in? This is a great question. And the youth, to be honest, is more moldable than an adult. They are easily, they are, they're more easily influenced because they haven't seen as much, heard as much, experienced as much. They don't know as much. They're more willing. They're more open-minded and willing to like hear new things and try new things. Um, they're usually a little bit more courageous until think about when you were a kid, like you, you dreamed bigger, most likely up until a certain point, up until a certain point, because often like somebody somewhere, whether it's our parents or a teacher, uh, somebody, uh, somebody else that we, you know, look up to or has a position of influence over us or a kid in school who heard something from their parents or whatever says, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't have that. That's not possible. Stick with what you're good at. Keep, uh, don't quit your day job. Um, you know, all these different things that put, start to put filters in our minds of like what we can or can't achieve. And so I, I love the idea of teaching children and I know that we will. Do we have a current plan for it at this moment? No, but we will because to improve the future, we need to improve 
the younger generation. If we want to make a significant impact on the future, the, the ones who are growing up right now need to be the ones who have the positivity, who have, um, you know, understand ownership, who understand responsibility, who understand how to really be themselves fully 100 percent. Um, how to not let the negative influences of other people um, take away or, or steal their joy or their courage or their fight to get what they want or chase their dreams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is definitely something that we'll incorporate in the future. But yeah, there, there's going to be a couple things on our end that we're going to have to figure out beforehand. You know, the reality is with regards to whatever is going on in your household, if you are, you know, seeking to inspire a teenager, instead of telling them what to do, just show them how you're doing it, because that's how they will be inspired. Um, like, for example, the TKC, it's open for every like it was open for everybody to enroll, you know, however, if they didn't take you up on the offer of joining the TKC. The question is why? Like that would be the initial gap for us to fill out. And, you know, together as a community, what we're going to need to do a better job in is show up better because we can say, oh, like we can come up with programs, but if no teens will want to join our programs because you are telling them you need to do this, but they don't want to, then where are we going with that? Creating programs is the easy thing, but what we need to figure out is the message in between. And that's what we're working on, making a bigger impact on you guys. Have you guys have more faith in us? Have you guys have more faith in you to show up for you? Because when you do that long enough, consistently enough, your kids will start to get inspired a little bit, whether they're in their 20s, whether they're in their teens, whether they're really young. Because when you just tell somebody you need to do this, think about yourself. You don't really care to do it. You already have all these things going on. Teens have enough going on now more than ever than they ever had before. Like there's just an extreme amount of distraction. There's so many social media posts to follow up on. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, like teachers are telling them to do this. Like government is telling them to do this. I'm sure that in your household, you're telling them to do this. I'm not saying that we shouldn't tell them what to do, but... When it comes to creating a positive change, it has to come from within them. We have to ask the right questions. Right. And we have to educate. Right. And inspire. So, you know, what we need to do is we need to do this for ourselves so that we are inspiring enough so that they will be more likely to want to follow your footsteps. Yeah. Because then they will only have more resistance. When a kid sees something that they want, they're like, how did you get it? Let me do the same thing you did, mm -hmm. which is very like, even as adults, we think the same thing, right? You go to the gym, you see somebody who's really fit. You see that they're doing these things on that machine. And you're like, oh, they're really fit. I should probably do that thing. Mm -hmm. So then you go over and you start doing the thing, right? And so it's just a matter of being able to educate so that they can start from a younger age, um, carry that forward and then be able to uh, inspire other people through their own actions too. It's yeah. like the domino effect. Mm -hmm. Um, we have a couple of questions in here. Tracy asks, what do you do when you have the DOMS? DOMS stands for 
delayed onset muscle soreness, or basically why the hell am I sore the next day after my workout and how do I handle this? Who did Murph yesterday? Who did Murph? Yesterday? Yeah. If you did Murph, chances are you're sore today, but you know, um, when you are sore, that's basically a byproduct of lactic acid that's building up in your muscles as a byproduct of the, the muscle fibers just breaking down in order for muscle fibers to generate to become stronger and you know like to function better first they have to break down that's that's with anything in life something has to break down before it you know grows to be bigger faster stronger better right um but you know to answer your question lactic acid buildup is not ever really going to go away because in order for that to go away, that means that you won't be breaking down any muscle tissue, which doesn't really make much sense. But in order for the experience of it to be more tolerant, there's a couple of things that you can do. The first thing is consistency. Look, if you if you haven't been consistent and you're just starting out, then Chances are is that your body will take a way longer time recovering. It's called the super compensation model. Okay. Ooh, get sciencey on us. But if you want to recover faster, you need to just be more consistent. You know, just like when you do something for, I don't know, let's say if you haven't done it in a while um, and then you do it for the first time, like, let's say just with like even weight loss, right? Like if you've been eating like shit and then for one week you ate clean that week, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I lost eight pounds. That's because your body's just getting rid of trash. So consistency is number one. However, there's a couple of other things that you can do um, from a physio, from a physiological standpoint, you, foam rolling is definitely great foam rolling and stretching will help out, um, you know, just light movement to flush out the lactic acid will definitely help um, because light movement will bring in more oxygen and more nutrients into the cell. Okay. And if you want to increase the flow of nutrients that will get into the cell, well, you want to do some kind of activity that will raise your heart rate. Now, I don't mean overdoing it again or going all out, but just, you know, like some kind of constant movement. Okay. What Aaron and I do on a regular basis is we take the extreme endurance tablets or the essential tablets. Those are proven lactic acid buffer tablets. So it's like, imagine if there was a product that could help to slow down the rate at which lactic acid builds up when you work out. Wouldn't you want to take it so you'll be less sore so that you can go harder, longer, like, and whatnot? Absolutely. So Erin and I do that. To recover muscles, you, like, they, just like your body needs to recharge, you sleep. Like, when you are sleeping, your muscles are recovering. It's got to repair. It's like you've torn the duct tape off or you've created a scab. Like, it needs to heal. It needs to repair. How do you do that? Good proper nutrition, micronutrients, good proteins, sleep, um, you know, body tissue work, things like that. The supplement that we take is extremely helpful just at repairing, like regenerating the cells at a faster rate. 
you know, but those are all different variations of things that help with muscle soreness. And, you know, like if you do it right, you'll be sore. Part of the game. Yep. No pain, no gain. Watch, watch, watch. <laughs> what watch do you wear? Oh, that's when cool. Training. You see? What watch do you wear when training? I wear straight up just like a Nixon. It's actually, I think, a surf watch. When we lived in California, I thought I would know how to use it. Just like a regular watch. Sarit doesn't even wear a watch. I don't wear one. People get st stuck up on, like... How many calories that some of these watches are really great for like accountability if that's what you use it for but some of them can be like a huge like you can create a codependent relationship with your watch mm -hmm. so be mindful because some people get extremely obsessive and you actually end up hurting yourself mentally more than helping yourself because you're like i gotta get in all these steps and like if you feel like a terrible person and your identity lies in how many calories you burned or how many steps you got, then it can create issues. So be mindful when wearing watches. They can be great for accountability though. Are they accurate? I don't know. Um, but you know, if you're just using it for like a basic information that you're curious about, great. I used to have an Apple watch. Then it just buzzed on my wrist way too much. And some people do the Fitbits or the Garmin or whatnot. There's the whoop. There's the whoop we used to wear. Which we used to have, but I mean, you know, if whoop was a watch, that would be cool. Maybe they they have that feature now. I don't know. I would totally want that. Um, let's see if there's any more questions rolling in here. I don't think so. I know the the whoop needs to be a watch. Is what I'm saying. Well, you guys. This is going to conclude today's episode of Espresso with Aaron and Sarits. We have, I believe, some announcements or yes. something. You guys, we this week, starting today until Saturday, we are hosting a community builder challenge, you guys. Um, there will be two winners for this. Second place is going to get a sample box from X Endurance. We're going to gift that to you. First place is going to get an in motion box. We're going to gift it to you. You guys hear us say this all the time, that we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. And we want to make an impact on more people. So, you know, that being said, we, we need your help. We know that if you're a part of the ENS army, then, you know, like you are our people and only together we'll be able to reach more people. So, you know, whoever it is that you know who is in your circle and your family at work, your friends, whatever, who are not yet a part of this community and you find value from this community you know, we want to reward you for taking your precious time to invite more people to join this community. We know what kind of impact we're making. Look, you guys, we want to be able to start reaching out to teens. We want to be able to start reaching out to kids, but we got to stay in the step you're in, in the step we're in. Just like we tell you guys, stay in the step you're in. We also have to stay in the step we're in. But in order for us to be able to make a better, bigger impact, it has to start from within. So we want to reward those of you guys who, you know, like are serious about um, bringing in more people to this community with some incredible ex endurance products that we take and love because we know that your time is valuable. 
So that being said, all you got to do is you already know our Facebook group, Erin and Sari, just go ahead and invite whoever you find in your heart to be, you know, like a good fit for this community. If they need to hear something that we said, if something that we said, you're like, oh, wow. And you thought of somebody, invite them, share it with them just to watch. Um, you know, the more people we can help, the better. We're on a massive mission and we're going to do it. We're going to do it together. Yeah. You're part of the army. We're recruiting you. Yeah. So between now and Saturday at 5 p.m., the Community Builder Challenge will go on and the winners will be announced next Tuesday. When you invite them to the Facebook group page, if you're watching this on Stacy, can you drop the link for the Facebook page? If you're watching this on YouTube and you're not on our Facebook page, head over to our Facebook page. Um, and then when your friends join, tell them in the section where it says, how did you find us? Tell them to put your name, put your name. Cause that's how we're going to determine the winner. So if they don't put your name, then don't count, yeah. but they do count. So I want them to count. Does that make sense? Yeah. That being said, you guys appreciate you for tuning in today. We hope that you found some value. Now go bring your friends so that you can get your hands on some cool X endurance products between now and tomorrow at noon. We hope that you have an amazing day and thank you for watching and we will see you tomorrow. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.